Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we're not experts, we're podcast hosts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. Indeed, we do. And if you would like to reach us, you can call or text us or leave us a voicemail. We're not going to pick up the phone. 781-591-0390. You can email us or send us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And just a few reminders, you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mention on the show. 
Please do follow us on Twitter at Forever 35 Pod, on Instagram at Forever 35 Podcast, and join the Forever 35 Facebook group where the password is serums. And please do sign up for the Forever 35 newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. It goes out twice a month, first and third Thursdays of every month. I'm really missive in your inbox. I'm very excited about the product rec I shared in the newsletter because I have not talked about it, I don't think, on the podcast. Yeah. So if you want to know what that is, you're going to have to subscribe. What a cliffhanger. What a cliffhanger. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Dory, you have a big announcement. Kate, I do. I do. So share the news. I'm going to take a sip of my coffee and sit back and relax as you blow my mind right now. (laughs) So I've been reading a book, a book that perhaps comes as a surprise to you, Kate Spencer, although Mm -hmm. not, maybe not as much of a surprise as I, as I might've thought. Yeah. I'm, (laughs) I'm pleasantly surprised. I will say. I am reading the Bridgerton books. Oh, yes. And I'm enjoying them. How far along are you in the series? So I got the first three out of the library because they came in like one book. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, But it's one of those skip the line loans. So I only have it for a week. <laughs> Anthony and I were just talking about the like stress of the skip your line loan on the Libby library app. It's yes, very it's intense. It's very stressful because yeah. then if you don't finish, like you don't get it back for like three months. No, I mean, the secret trick is to put your Kindle in airplane mode. Yes. You know, I might have to, I might have to do that actually. Yeah. You this. didn't hear it from me, but that's what you got to do. Um, I'm about halfway through the second book. So I finished the first book. The first book, which is essentially the first season of Bridgerton on Netflix. And then the second book is what I understand will be the second season. Because each book follows a different member of the Bridgerton family. Right. And I'm looking right now. I haven't read Bridgerton, which is a little bit out of character me. The character for me. There, It's a very famous series by Julia Quinn, who's like an iconic um romance author. And I didn't realize this, but are the couple in book two, Anthony and Kate? Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's me and my husband. (laughs) Uh, Look at that. What a snack. Yeah. So can I ask you a question? Yes. You do like reading historical fiction, but you don't normally gravitate towards romance. So what? Correct. What was the hook here? What drew you in? I think it was the fact that I had watched the Netflix series and enjoyed it and kind of knew the story and knew the characters, even though the book is the book is essentially the same story as the TV show, but the TV show has more characters that they focus on. Like a lot of the minor characters in the book are more prominent in the television show. Um, and, you know, I, I, as you say, I like historical fiction and I, I also, you know, I just read, I just read that book Empire of Pain, the story 
the book about, you know, the opioid epidemic and the Sackler family. And I was like, I really just need something like light (laughs) and enjoyable, not reading about the opioid epidemic um, and this like horrible, horrible family. So when I saw that the Bridgerton, the first three Bridgerton books had come up on the Libby app, I was like, let me just just check these out, literally. So they're very enjoyable. Look, they're not perfect. But I don't I don't. I can't I, I can't really talk about this without giving too many spoilers away, but let's just say the, there's some very similar plot devices in in both books, but you know, whatever. Um, but I'm enjoying the characters. She's a very good storyteller. They're very sexy. Mm. And yeah, I'm just I I'm it's the perfect it's just, it's just what I needed. I really needed a palate cleanser. Yeah. After, after I, that book. I mean, you literally read a book called Empire of Pain. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. crazy. So, this is a very welcome diversion. I would say if you are not a regular romance reader, I would like there's like a degree of having to sort of suspend your disbelief a little bit. Okay. Going in um in the sense that Like most romances have a happily ever after, right? And you like know that yes. going in. Yes, and exactly. that is the point. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you are if you're more of like a mystery reader, you know that the case will be solved. Like that is the happy happily ever after of a mystery, but you don't know who the who the culprit is. Whereas in a romance, it's like pretty obvious the couple that's going to get together very quickly. So I think as long as you are kind of okay with that um, and okay with some of the sort of like purple prose of the sex scenes, especially like historical romance sex scenes, there's a lot of like discussion of like his throbbing manhood and like things like that. I mean, that's how the bookstore, The Ripped Bodice, got its name, right? Like that's a, yes, such yes, a classic yes, yes. Uh, trope. But I am I am enjoying it. Um, and the second book is an em- enemies to lovers, Oof. which which I do find very enjoyable. I so love. I'm really. I am enjoying. Um, I am enjoying the book very much. So yeah. So that is my unexpected recommendation. I'm happy for you. I love. Thank I you, love Kate. this. This is like makes me giddy. I'm I'm surprised you haven't read them. I feel like you would I, like them. Well, I know. You know what? I actually took them out of the library and then they they lapsed. Um, and so I need I need to do it. It's I'm I'm still kind of getting into historical romance. I've always really been a I see. contemporary romance reader. Yes, yes, so yes. I've just kind of started learning about the world and really digging a t- digging a toe, dipping a toe into historical I, mean, I feel like i could get down with historical romance like in a big way oh there's some fantastic historical author i mean there's so many it's like a, it's a world i really don't know much too much about i'm just i mean peering in through the window pole dark is essentially a historical romance hmm. it's not quite as sexy but it's essentially like a family saga historical romance I'm oh like, that sounds i haven't read that yet that i love great. that shit Anyway, 
Um, before I ask you how you are, I just want to remind everyone about ye old pre-order incentive. Because something I forgot to mention on the last episode is you have to get your um you have to like register before by June first in order for to, our Zoom party. That yes, we're doing. to participate in the Zoom of the century, you must <laughs> register by June first. And again, you can do that on my website, dory shafreercom So we'd really hope to see a lot of you there. And I'm very excited. Okay. Anyway, Kate. Yes, darling. You've been doing some scheduling. I have. I I mentioned briefly that I had taken a kind of calendar planning work sprint session through our friends at the Jane Club. And it was interesting. I kind of... It was just basically 30 minutes where I committed to focusing on organizing my calendar for the week and looking at my to-do list. And and I use Google Calendar. And part of my the way I am, which as listeners might know, is is a world of discovery as I kind of unlayer this diagnosis of ADHD that I'm kind of receiving in the moment. So I always have like 50 different attempted systems to try to stay organized and I'm never organized. And it, it gives me a lot of anxiety and shame, yada, yada. So I did sit down and I really went into great detail on my Google calendar. And some of it is really working for me and some of it isn't. Mm. But it's it's been helpful um, to just kind of – it was really helpful just to even spend like 30 minutes maximizing all the tools at my service with Google Calendar and making my calendar and to-do list a little more manageable. Like I put all my to-dos in tasks and dated them so I knew when I needed to do them. Like I laid out everything I need to do for Forever 35 this week, put it on the day that I do it. Even though it's stuff in my brain that I know I do every week, I just was Mm -hmm. like, actually, I need to add something. Um, And then I moved all my kids stuff into a new calendar. So that was color coordinated. And I also filled in my free time. So when there was nothing happening, I kind of put like, I'll do this during this time. Mm-hmm. For example, today from one thirty to 3.30, I'm going to work on book revisions. But I've kind of haven't really, like even though I, I put that in and I'm getting alerts, I haven't been great about sticking with that kind of like committing to the free time sections of my calendar. But but I don't know. It it is it is helpful I do think at the start of the week to mentally go in and dump and then organize. So, I might try this again next week because, you know, I'm I'm constantly looking for a system. Yeah. With the theory that the system is going to relieve stress and thus enhance my mental health and well-being and thus tis my self-care. But I you still know, Kate- I applaud you for this. Thank you. Because I know how much you've struggled with scheduling and calendars and trying to come up with a system. And oh, I I have to say, I really do think it is like admirable that you kind of continue to try to figure out something that is going to work for you. <laughs> she keeps plugging away. I mean, I have, I, I tried this. I remember trying this. I don't know when. It must have been a few years ago. 
kind of doing the thing where like you basically schedule down to like every 15 minutes of your day. That's what I did. Yes, totally. Yeah. I cu- I couldn't stick to it. But I need I need something because I I don't know. I feel like my time management has gone out the window. It's also connected Sorry, now I'm turning this into all about me, but <laughs> Anyway, okay, Dory, as I'm I was okay saying with that. <laughs> um I feel like I I just t- I like I've gotten into that pattern again of taking on too much. Mm, yeah, it's and that not is really having hard. enough time to do everything. And I think what I'm also wrestling with is, you know, now that I have a child, my allocation of time has changed. And so work, the uh, an amount of work that I might have been able to complete with no problem, like four years ago, is just not doable now because I don't have as many hours in the day in which to work. So I'm kind of like figuring that out. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I need to try this too. I can show you. I mean, I can show you kind of how I, what my calendar looks like. I can take a picture. Um, well, I have, don't, don't forget. I have access to your calendar. <laughs> you do, but does it say all the details? Or no, it just, just says busy. Busy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think the color coordination actually really helps. Like I had oh, all my kids stuff in my own calendar, but I, th- I think dividing, like putting that into. Oh, like, so you have like, so you would have like a podcast calendar, a writing calendar. A- I did not divide writing and podcast yet because okay. you and I, and this is like really in the weeds, but you and I have a shared Google calendar that has right. a lot of our podcast appointments. Yes. So, so that I is list- already separate. Yes, but for egg Zampal, yesterday I did like 12 to 1 prep for Margaret Cho interview. And then we had our mm-hmm. interview. Like I did insert podcast work um, into my main kind of go- working Google calendar. But mm-hmm. then I do have a calendar with my kids' appointments. And then I also made a meal calendar so that I can easily just kind of turn off and on what we're eating for the night. <sighs> I mean, well, it's funny you say this because I'm looking at all the calendars that I have created. I have like my main Dory calendar. I have a calendar called Dory Half Marathon Training, which must be from like 10 years ago. I have a meals calendar because I think at some point I was like, I'm going to plan our meals. (laughs) I have a reminders calendar. Never use it. Uh I have a calendar for startup, which was my novel that came out four years ago. I have a tasks calendar, which like, how is that really different from reminders? Not sure. It's different, Dory. It's different. Okay. And then I have a separate writing calendar. I don't use any of these. So I would go through and delete. I actually did this. I deleted. I had calendars from my job at VH1 that were probably 12 years old still in my Google account. Oh my God. So I went through and deleted them so now I have mine and then the other people's calendars. I access yours, my husband's, and like um, holidays in America. And I will tell you the difference between reminders and tasks is kind of how they show up in the calendar. So it does help ah. like tasks are uh, little check marks and I you can you can schedule them all. And then the reminder is a little finger with a bow on it. So it, you're right. Like you could clump them all at the same thing. But for me, it is helpful just visually seeing a difference. 
Got it. Okay. I I mean, if you don't mind, I would like to see your calendar. Oh my God. Are you kidding? I would love it. Like I put in wake up time. I put in lights out. I put in reading at 10 PM just so yes. like, just so I could mentally do I it. Need but of to course, see like, this. I'll send you a picture. Last night right. I did not read at 10 p.m. and do lights out at 1030. But it's maybe it's just the maybe it's like intention setting inside of a calendar. I don't know. Whoa. Okay. This is this has been a very long calendar discussion. We definitely <laughs> need to take a pause. Yes. Be- let's take before a pause. We, before we do, can I just shout out that I finally bought the Biore sunscreen <gasps> and I tried it for the first time today? How do you like it? it? Oh, it was like silky smooth going on my face. Oh, it's so nice. Anyway, more on that in the coming weeks, but All I'm, right. S- I'm we'll be right SPF back. 50 right now. Okay, sorry. Bye. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events there's weddings there's nights out it's vacations i mean like all the things happening in summer and what i love is that honey love has just the right thing for all those events feel comfortable and confident this summer with honey love's best selling superpower short the superpower short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me Let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say, like, I, I I, don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it, like, the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just, like, sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like, get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, 
but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like, I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass, but this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E 
com slash forever 35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash forever 35 okay we're back we are going to really get into it with weddings here yeah to just refresh our memories we had a listener who did not want to have a large, quote-unquote, traditional wedding, but was feeling pressure from family and friends. Yes. So we received lots of really great feedback. Um, Here is an email that one listener shared with us. Hi, Kat and Dor. I'm writing to respond to the listener who wrote in about not wanting the big traditional wedding, and I want them to know that they can and absolutely should stick to their guns on this, be empowered to do what is right, for you and your fiance. Hubby and I just celebrated our second wedding anniversary, the day after Henry's second birthday. This is a dedicated listener. So we cleared the COVID disruptions of 2020. However, even before the pandemic made small weddings necessary, I never wanted to do the big wedding either. And if we'd had it completely our way, we would have eloped. But my husband and I are both only children, and it didn't feel right to exclude our parents. We did almost exactly what Kate suggested. We had a small, simple ceremony with our parents and a handful of our closest friends, 13 people altogether, including us, the minister, and our photographer. No music, no bridesmaids or groomsmen, just us, our people, an officiant, and an altar. After that, we had dinner at a nice local restaurant, cut our two-tiered wedding cheesecake, and then went to our favorite bar to meet up with people who didn't come to the ceremony. There were a few people who were upset to not be included, but those that matter didn't mind. Or if they did, they have since gotten over it. We saved so much money. And more importantly, we were able to do exactly what we wanted on the day. I was a, quote, older bride by Southern standards when I got married, almost 32, ye gads. And so many of the weddings I'd been a part of up until that point included the kind of stress I absolutely did not want on my own wedding day. The day was perfect for us, and I wish that for you on your day, fellow listener, Uh, whatever that looks like for y'all. One final thought. Hubby's a clinical mental health counselor and sitting on the couch with me as I write this response. He recommended checking out Nedra Tawab's Instagram, at Nedra Tawab. She is a therapist and boundary expert who has specific insight on boundary setting with parents. So for you and any others who'd like some guidance in this regard, go forth and set some healthy boundaries. Sending y'all wishes for a beautiful day and especially a life together full of love and laughter. Hmm. Heck yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of it is feeling empowered to do exactly what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like so often we're kind of led to be feel like we're selfish for doing what we want to do or like not considering other people. And I do think there needs to be I don't know. Like we can be empowered to do what we want and not have to apologize or answer to anyone about that. Yeah. Food for thought. Also, yeah. this boundary expert um is amazing. There's someone that I follow on Instagram as well. Hmm. I think and we've talked about this when people have written in before, but I I think People confuse 
the offer of financial help with needing to like financial help often comes with strings attached. Mm, Dory. Holy smokes. Yeah, it does. And I think people don't realize that they can refuse that financial help. And I think they can also, if they don't want to refuse the financial help, I think they can also say something to the effect of, I'm so grateful that you, you know, you are, you are offering to pay for a part of our wedding. Um, but we are going to have the wedding that we want to have. And, you know, if you don't want to support us financially because of that, then that's fine. But like, you don't get to dictate exactly what happens at our wedding, which I think is tough because I think, especially in our society, we like equate money with power. And so people think that if they're paying for it, they have, quote unquote, the right to dictate exactly what happens and who gets invited. And like, I, I get that perspective. I don't know. I'm kind of rambling and maybe contradicting myself, but I think no, money just a, like makes things complicated. I think that's a really interesting observation. Dory, you are welcome. <laughs> Um, Okay, here is what one listener said, another listener said, hello, COVID bride here responding to the bride who doesn't want a big to do about their wedding. I did want a big wedding, but you know, COVID, my husband and I ended up finding a VRBO, that's a vacation rental, close to us that had a lovely backyard and invited our immediate fam and wedding party and had the most magical, intimate backyard wedding. We also had the company Wedfully help us out and live stream our wedding so that everyone would be able to join. That way, no one missed out. It might just be your option out if you don't want the wedding your family wants. That way, everyone is included and no one gets heard about it. But no big wedding is had. Interesting. Trick everybody into thinking you're having a big wedding. (laughs) But don't have a big wedding. Uh, uh. I mean, yeah, especially right now. Yeah. But, you know, but also, you know, I wonder if after or, or if from this experience of COVID where we've had to really switch to doing things remotely, if more people will just have these streams so that like not everyone feels pressure to travel for weddings and spend so much money trying to get to someone's wedding. You know, like there are yeah. still so many ways we can participate virtually thanks to technology. And it is a big ask to have people travel for your wedding sometimes. You know, you know I think I also expensive. think like sometimes we like overestimate the degree to which people will be quote unquote insulted if they're not invited to our weddings, especially mm. if they come they're coming from far away. <laughs> Like, for example, one of my cousins is getting married um, over Labor Day, and he and his fiance decided to have, like, a pretty small wedding um, at a restaurant. And my mom and my dad are invited. It's my mom's brother's son, but, like, the cousins aren't invited. And I was like, you know what? Thank you. Like, you just saved me from having to fly to New York over Labor Day figure out what I was going to do with Henry. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. yes, I like really appreciate the fact that I wasn't invited. (laughs) So I don't know, just food for thought. Dory, why don't you read this next email? 
Sure. Apparently, I have a lot of thoughts about weddings. I didn't I, know that I had. <laughs> You're the host of this podcast. I think it's good. Like, what, <laughs> it's it'd be true. worse if you had no thoughts. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Hey, friends. I had to pause the podcast, Mini Up 198, to weigh in about the couple that does not want a traditional wedding. I'm 100% with you both. Have the wedding you and your future spouse wants. Traditions were changing prior to the pandemic, but COVID-19 has sped the rate of change and there is no going back. Depending on where you live, there are only a few requirements for a wedding, two consenting adults, a wedding license, and an officiant to sign the paperwork. The rest is up to you. For some disappointed families, there is a grief when that when what they've anticipated for their child, grandchildren, or nieces does not happen. It's real, and it helps to acknowledge that. Maybe your mother-in-law is disappointed not to bring in extended family. Have her use the funds to host a family reunion weekend. Maybe your dad wanted to walk you down the aisle. Maybe ask him to officiate the smaller ceremony. If family are still giving you any grief, that is well and truly their problem and a great way to practice boundary setting as a couple. Boundaries seem to be a big theme here. Yeah. I mean, isn't that, I mean, and these are, family is often the the people we have the hardest time setting boundaries with. Indeed. Right? Like. Yes. Th- these are boundaries that are like already tricky and icky and feel like, I should note that that email came from an actual wedding planner. Oh, yes. I forgot to mention that. Which is pretty cool. So if the wedding planner says it's okay. Yeah. You have permission. Yeah. We're fine. (sighs) But yeah, I do think, you know, we should try to get that boundary expert on the podcast because... Setting boundaries is miserable. It's really hard. It's not taught to many, most of us, right? Like, no, because most of us are raised without boundaries <laughs> by, by people who have no boundaries. Yes. <laughs> so it just gets perpetuated. <laughs> yeah. So, like, at some point as an adult, you have to be like, oh, I have to learn this very hard skill. Yeah. It's crazy. So, thank you. This is great advice. And, um, Oh, this has been really a really interesting conversation. I'm really glad we've had it. Me too. All right. Well, let's take another break. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crappiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is visible on my (sighs) neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with 
all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm-hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Okay, we have returned and we have a voicemail on a completely different topic. Hey guys, I called a couple of weeks ago looking for advice on how to fall asleep on my back and I just wanted to let you know that I had done it and the thing that really helped was getting a weighted blanket. So if anyone else is struggling with that, um, the weighted blanket, it's like 10 kilos on my chest really helped. <laughs> now I can fall asleep on my back and my back is much less sore now. Thanks. Bye. You know, I had not heard about people using weighted blankets as a way to keep them on their backs, but of course that makes so much sense. Yeah. You're essentially pinning yourself down. Yeah, exactly. 10, ten kilos, according to Google, is 22 pounds. That's a heavy blanket. Yeah. Isn't isn't there some I don't have a weighted blanket, but isn't there some formula where you like take how much you weigh and then the the like the weighted blanket for your weight is supposed to be a certain percentage of your weight or something? Oh, that's so interesting. I have never heard that. I I got a weighted blanket secondhand from a friend who got it at Target. And I I like it. It's very <laughs> It's very heavy. Like it's like annoying to get out because you're like weightlifting to yeah, pull it okay. out of the blanket bin. So I just Googled this. Most experts advise choosing one that's roughly 10% of your body weight. So okay. if you're 150 pounds, you should buy a 15 pound blanket. So that's, I think that's roughly the the calculation there. That's cool. But of course, I think some people might prefer something heavier. Some people might prefer something lighter, of course, but that's supposed to be roughly a guide. So you've never felt a weighted blanket before? You've never tucked under one? No. It's interesting. I've slept with mine and it's like a very, it's a weird feeling. Like it felt good and I I can see how it helps with anxiety. But then also like there was a point where it's like, I want to move, but I couldn't and it was stressful. So I'm, I need to maybe experiment with this again. But I'm like, love. do Do you feel claustrophobic? Slightly. Yeah. But also it's the kind that. of thing like, you know, you could put it across your legs and leave, you know, mm, I mean, I'm, mm-hmm, I think it's a really mm-hmm. interesting solution that this listener found to trying not to switch on to their side in the middle of the night. I agree. All right. All right. We have one more voicemail. Hi, Kate and Dory. This is a very belated response to... Um, Kate chatting about the A313 
retinoid, retinol, I always confuse this to the vitamin A um, pomade. And I know Kate said she didn't have a great experience with it and was kind of, in my recollection, hesitant to say that because, um, you know, products are different for everyone. I did just want to pop in and say I have been using it. Um, I, I haven't used retinoid retinols um, in my skincare routine ever and decided to give this a try because of the price point and um, kind of the cult following, I guess, and that it's now available in the U.S. Um, I read a really great review on it on the skincare edit. Um, she did a nice profile um, really did her research on it. And one of the things she talked about was being absolutely adamant about um, after washing your face, waiting for a full 30 minutes for your skin to dry before applying it. And I, I have done that. I've had no irritation. Um, and again, just using it twice a week, um, really do feel like the next day skin is tighter and um, just kind of glowing. So for those who might be interested, I would at least check the article out. Um, and again, no, it doesn't work for everyone, but because it is so affordable, I just wanted to give it a plug. All right. Hope you both are having a great week. Thanks so much. Bye. Okay. So I had read the same thing, but I am an impatient person and I did not do the waiting. Well, Kate, may I suggest something? Yes, Doreen. Now that you're doing your very detailed calendaring, what if you put in wash face like half an hour before you would typically start your your bedtime routine? Oh, Dory, this is an interesting idea. This is an right? interesting because, idea. Like it's not about doing your bedtime routine at the same time and waiting an extra half hour, right? Like I feel like it's better to push the face washing up by half an hour so then you can still stick to your regular bedtime routine if you right will. like I could just do face washing at nine o'clock yeah and, and then, then like go about your business around. yeah oh boy okay I'm I I want to try this product one more time so why don't I follow the rules with it and see how it goes and report back I'm excited for you Okay, and I'll I'll enter it. Also, I'll put it in my calendar so I know the night that I'm going to try it, and I'll make yes. sure that I'm doing it at the right time. Great suggestion, Dory. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're so smart. Oh, yes. Well, <laughs> what can you say? Keep going. <laughs> um, well, this has been a pleasure. Mm. We really ran the gamut as usual. When and, do we uh, not? When do we talk about one thing and just one thing? I would be so bored. I would too. Well, all right, everyone. We will talk to you all again quite soon. Yes, we'll meet you back here. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, wait. Oh, One last thing. I want to wish my sister a happy birthday. Oh. Yeah, today's her birthday. Happy birthday. Look at you two Tauruses. Oh, yeah. Oh, We're the, haven't we, I think we've discussed this. There's a lot of Tauruses in my family. We have. We have discussed this. But, like, your birthdays are really close together, like a week apart. They're six days apart, and then that's my mom's cool. is five days after me. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's a lot of bull energy. And my nephew and I share a birthday, and my son is also a Taurus. Oh, my God, Dory. I know. It's a lot. 
Well, happy birthday, Karen. Yes, happy birthday, Karen. Okay, bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.